0: Everything they do is based on what is in it for me. And even if it means I'll get on a higher level, it's me. Wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftara.com. This is The Prism of Torah, with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. Shalom v'rocho. Now that we have been purified by the Hele Gedei of Yom Kippur, we have true reason to be besimcha as we go into our Sukkos. And I would like to share with you a very unique idea that can elevate our Chagah And it's based on what I saw in Sefti Chaim of Friedlander Zetzal by his rabbi We know the famous Gemara in Avodah Zorah, where the goyim come to HaKadosh Burchu. says to them, if you, if he, you think you deserve Oilam Abba, Tell me what you did. And they say to him, what? We did a lot for Klal Israel, for them to be able to learn Torah. We, we created all these marketplaces, bridges, money and gold. And everything was done for Amistral. So Buchu tells them, You would think you would tell them, you liars, you did it all for yourself. He doesn't say that. Amalem Akadish Shoitim You fools, everything you did, you only did for yourselves. This is a famous Gemara of Daf Base. And the Brusque and also Rav Dessler, on this, they both say, Why did Buchu answer in a way? You fools, he should have said, You liars, you only did it for yourself. The answer is, they weren't lying at all. It was the emis. The truth is that HaKadosh orchestrates the world. That everything, the whole creation was created for Klali Yisrael to be able to do mitzvahs and tira and connect HaKadosh That was the whole master plan. The blueprint of the world. And hence, they were not lying. Now that they're in Olam Mabah, this episode will take place in the world to come. And now over there they see the truth, so they're right. So what's going on? What is a Buchu exactly? What is he answering them? You fools. Another question we can answer, we can ask. They're going afterwards, come to Buchu and say, okay, okay. Please give us another chance. Give us another mitzvah. Give us a mitzvah we'll be able to do and we'll have the right kavana for it. A Buchu says, I have an amazing mitzvah for you. I have an easy mitzvah for you. Sukkah is the name of the mitzvah. Sukkah is the name of the mitzvah. And it's an easy mitzvah. And the words are literally that means it's not a lot of money it's very cheap to do you find a couple of pieces of wood and you create a sukkah and the question begs itself first of all what was so unique about the mitzvah of sukkah who gave them that mitzvah and the last but not least question that we have is why is the gemara emphasizing the idea that the mitzvah of sukkah is something de which usually is translated to be, it, it's not, it doesn't cost a lot of money. Why is that so important over here? To answer all these questions, I want to share with you this Mordekah idea, and we'll build it up. First of all, one should know, as the Ramchar says and others in der Hashem, there are two types of mitzvahs. Type number one is that once you're doing the mitzvah, that in itself is doing the will of a kedish buchu v'etzon hashem and hence you did something and you get a reward for it as well that is one type of mitzvah even if it's lacking your kavana you don't have you don't even think about it you just do it the etzem fact that you did a mitzvah that is a huge thing but then there are other things in the world that if you don't have any thoughts any kavana when you do the maise the actual act then it's nothing such as things that are required for your sustenance in this world like eating and sleeping and other things exercising working those things are totally dependent on your kavana if you have the right thoughts in mind for doing those acts such as i'm doing this to be healthy to protect to take care of my klid, Hashem gave me my body or to i inch, i need to eat so i have koyach for my for myself so i can do mitzvahs, then you just flipped over that neutral act and you created that into a mitzvah. Of course, the Rambam and others explained that when you do such a thing, you have to make sure you don't do what the body does. It just wants more and more luxurious, gashmias and eat more. You just have what you need in order to be healthy. And that proves that you're doing it for the right reason. And that becomes a mitzvah itself. This second type of mitzvah is something that the goyim could not connect to. And the proof to that is the only sacrifice they can give to Hashem is Koban Oila. What's unique about korban Oila? Korban Oila is Kalila Hashem. It's hundred percent, it goes on the Mizbeach, on the altar for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, As opposed to, let's say, a korban Shlamim, where the Bailim eat from it as well. And part of the to connect to Hashem is to elevate the physical and to, and to eat. And that is part of the whole process of bringing a korban shlamim ta'kodesh buchu. The goyim have no connection to that. Why? Because they have this warped sense of Avoida Hashem that it's, you totally have to give 100% of yourself and just give ta'kodesh buchu. Whereas they don't connect to this either idea of elevating the physical, which is the second type of mitzvah. That's the background that we need in order to move forward with this idea based on Rav Dessler. And so, going back to the Famous Gemara, The Goyim Seita, HaKadosh Okay, okay, we understand. We did an ordinary act that's normal for us to do. With, we created money and gold and bridges for people to cross and marketplaces. So now, but we didn't have the right Kavana. We didn't have the intention that will be for Khalil Israel. Now we see it is for Khalil Israel. So give us a chance. Be fair, HaKadosh is fair, as the Gemara says. And hence, he gives them another chance. He gives them the mitzvah of Sukkah, where they have the opportunity, even without kavanah. And yes, I know, for mitzvah sukkah is a unique mitzvah, we need kavana, we need to remember that HaKadosh Mughu put our forefathers in the sukkah, in the desert, and also the other opinion is that the clouds of glory, Anane Akavu protected us, but bracket that, that's not important for us from the perspective we're analyzing it. It's enough to sit in the sukkah and you actually get the mitzvah. And all you're doing is really eating and sleeping in the sukkah and you're getting a mitzvah. So HaKadosh buchu tells them that's the only mitzvah you need to do. And they totally failed. And why is that? Because... Everything they do is based on what is in it for me, and even if it means I'll get on a higher level, it's me. The Sfas Emes talks about this with Bilam. Everything was for his kavod. He wanted to. He he was willing to do anything as long as he gets something for it. There's a famous Gemara that says there's a contradiction. On the one hand, it says if I give money to tzedakah based on the fact that my son will get healed, and that's what he says, I'm giving this tzedakah that bishus this my Son will be healed, it says a horrible thing about him. On the other hand, there's another guy that says an amazing thing, he's a big tzaddik. What's going on? Answer when it's a yid saying it, he's a big tzaddik. Why? Because he's not doing it only 100% as a means for his son to get cured. Rather, he knows that there's the there's an amazing thing about giving tzedakah, and it's a huge mitzvah. Whereas the guy does it only for the purpose of viewing a kaddishbuch as a credit card machine, here, a bank machine where you take out money, here. I'm giving you this, give me that. And hence, if he doesn't get what he wants, he'll be upset that he gave the money to tzedakah. That's not a good thing at all. And that's not the attitude we should have. And hence, Kadishbuchu tested that point. And he said, here, I'm giving you a mitzvah of sukkah. And that mitzvah, they failed. Why did they fail? Because the Hemshech, the continuation of the Gemara, says that when they left the sukkah, why did they leave the sukkah? Because... Hu created it in a way that will be very, very hot. He took the sun out, and we all know how Mitstail Patumana When 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 it's not pleasant at all in the sukkah, and hence in brackets, it's we have to make we have to ensure that the sukkah have has the best climate situation, environmental conditions for us to be able to dwell in it just like we dwell in our house. Close brackets. And hence, HaKadosh Buhu made it impossible for them to be in the sukkah in a pleasant environment. And at that point, there's no mitzvah. There's no mitzvah anymore. It says it's a shoyteh, chasid shoyteh, a fool stays in the sukkah. Because HaKadosh Buhu set up the system to have it be a mitzvah only if he can be there under normal environmental conditions. And hence, a person that continues to stay in the sukkah after it rains, there's no point. Right now, for him, it's a waste of time. And hence, when the goyim realized, wow, there's no more mitzvah anymore, because the Kaddish buchu put the sun in such a strong way, then they left, and instead of leaving the sukkah, showing, oh, I really want to get closer to Hashem. I want to do this mitzvah, but I don't have the opportunity. They left it by kicking it, showing, this is nothing, if I cannot get anything out of it and do a mitzvah right now, then it's worth nothing for me. And they just kick it in disgust. And on that, they failed their test. Because their test was to see, how are they relating to the mitzvahs? Are, are they relating to the mitzvahs like we are? That we realize the mitzvah is an end in itself. It's just to connect to HaKadosh Bukhu. Or no, was it, what is in it for me? It's just a means. I just want my reward, I want my kavod, and that's where they failed. What does this have to do with the other question we asked? We asked, what is this idea of Cheson Kis? Why is it so important to mention that it's a cheap mitzvah to do? And the answer is, and this is a big chiddish, but it's a mo'odik idea. Perhaps it's al chasoid. Kis represents a pocket. A pocket is a kli kibul. It's a vessel that can hold things. And that represents... Kis represents that when I'm doing a mitzvah, I'm getting something out of it also, even in the physical sense. And when something doesn't have that limitation, does not have cheson kis, it is not missing this idea. That means it does have this idea. And hence sukkah ain't cheson kis. There is no lacking of this idea, meaning there is getting something out of it. And you are, you're eating in the sukkah and you're getting a mitzvah. You're sleeping in the sukkah and you're getting a mitzvah automatically. And that is something HaKadosh Buhu to hint to them, this is what I want you to be able to do. That in everything that you do, you can elevate that Gashmis and connect to Hashem. But don't forget that at the end of the day, the idea is to connect to Hashem and not to see what you are getting out of it on your level. It's all to connect to HaKadosh Buchu. That's how a Yid is supposed to live his life. We all know the famous story of a big Admoir, that everyone came to see him in his tish and he was eating and drinking and this little kid on the side watching the whole thing, he says, what are you getting all excited about? Big deal. I can also eat an apple. I can also have soup. And they all turn to him and say to him, you don't understand. You think that more really cares about eating an apple or drinking soup? The only thing he cares about is to be able to connect Hashem and say the bracha with a proper kavana. The only way he could do that is if he eats an apple. So he eats an apple. But the eating of the apple is a means. The end is to connect HaKadosh Muchu with the bracha. We should all go through life realizing that all the mitzvahs HaKadosh Muchu gives us. And even if the acts that we do, that are actually neutral. If we don't have the proper kavana, we should realize that our journey in life is all about connecting to Hashem. And seeing how we can elevate ourselves. And afuch from the goyim. Not separate ourselves 100% from the... and physicality of the world. But take that physicality and elevate it. Ensure that our neshama overcomes the goof just like Moshe Rabbeinu did. He elevated his Gashmis. You see the same with Yaakov. Yaakov Avinu, no matter where he was, he was Oivad Hashem. He elevated the physical. That's what sukkahs represent. We go outside and we elevate everything that we do in the sukkah. And we have to take that idea with us throughout the year. That no matter where you are and what what you're doing, if you have the right frame of mind, you can elevate the physical. This idea, I think, is portrayed in the strongest way by the fact that by the very holy people in the Goyesh Welt, they refrain from drinking wine. Whereas in Yiddishkeit, it's fakert. We elevate the wine. We take the wine that we obviously know represents physicality at its best, Gashmis, and we elevate it. We see that in Kiddush, we see it in Avdola. We see that in Brismilo. We see it in Pesach. And the climax is on Purim. Every Yom Tov we have a mitzvah to drink wine. And the idea is because we want to show HaKadosh Buchu all the tools He gave us. We want to use them to elevate. Of course, you have to make sure you're balanced and you have it in moderation. Not like the body wants. It has this intuition to just get more and more of, of this... Gashmis. And with that, we answer all the questions we posed. First of all, what's unique about mitzvah sukkah? What's unique about it is that we elevate the physical. And just by doing even physical actions in our sukkah, that is actually elevating what we're doing. And number two, we asked, what's this idea of cheson kis? So in pshat, it's just, it's a cheap way of doing a mitzvah. Hashem even tested them on that. But there's a lot of more depth to that. And that is, mitzvah sukkah, even though you are getting something out of it, let's see you be over the Hashem like that. Of course, the other idea with the sukkah is to see, once the sukkah cannot be used for you anymore, as doing the mitzvah and getting a reward in Olam which is what they try to do, let's see how you treat it. Do you go out, feeling, oh, I can't believe I missed this opportunity to get closer to Hashem? Or do you kick it? It's not giving me anything anymore. What do I need this thing? And you kick it. And that's where they failed. And hence, Cheson Kis is something that's very vital in this whole episode in the Gamaon of Oedazawa. We also understand the dialogue between the Goim and Akadish Buchu that they realized everything was cl- for Klal Israel. And therefore they said, What do you mean, Akadish Buchu? Look how much we did for Klal Israel. He says, HaKadosh answers back, yeah, but you didn't do it with the right intentions. If you didn't do mundane things that you would do anyways, that you feel is a necessity, like building bridges, but you didn't have the right intentions to do it for Kalal Yisrael for their Torah, it's a zero. You're not getting any reward for that. And hence they ask okay, okay, we understand. So give us a mitzvah now, now that we know the game. The rules of the game. Give us a mitzvah, we'll have the right kavanah. Just give us a mitzvah. Buchu gives us them a mitzvah. She'ain bachesron kis. It's not even lacking physical pleasure. You're getting a lot. I want you to be over the shem like that. But no. The only way they are able to over the shem is number one, if they get something out of it. And number two is totally separating themselves from the physicality. Totally separating themselves and giving themselves over to Akadosh Buchu, but only for them. To be able to reap benefit. If they don't get benefit, it's worth nothing to them. Yiratzon that will take this idea with us as we enter these special days of Sukkus and then Simchat Torah, where we show Hakadosh that we are trying to do everything with the right kavanas. And the most important thing for us is what Hakadosh, what David HaMelech says in Tehillim: Kirva selokim litoiv. All I want to do is Ratzon Hashem to get close to Hakadosh Baruch Have a good Shabbos and a good Yomt. Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website, com, where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonaveffa for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.